0: This is the podcast for you. Hello, I am Deb Coviello, founder of The Drop-In CEO, and I am grateful you've joined us on another episode of the podcast where week after week I get to share amazing insights with you from guests, but on on Fridays, I have the distinct pleasure of sharing some of my insights with you. And this week, I am just excited about some of the feedback I've been getting about the podcast. I would love to share with you first. I mean, after all, this is you and I having a conversation. I'd love to just start with a little chit chat before we get into this week's insights. So I'm super excited. I am so excited because a colleague of mine who is going through a transition shared with me that their issue so resonated with the insights also shared by Wayne Howard, who was a recent guest on my show. They said that his insights were so relevant to where he was at this moment in the area of leadership, mentorship, and all of those qualities that are necessary to be able to successfully operate in the C-suite. And I would encourage you, if you have not heard the episode by Wayne Howard, be sure to check it out. Glean his insights and connect with him and let him know how you found him. So that's a little bit about me. I do hope to connect with you sometime. Please, please share what is going well for you. There's always a lot of bad, but we need to shift our mindset and share what is going right. So appreciate that person that reached out to me that what we're doing, this content that we're producing, is relevant and really helping people. And so Let's turn to this week's episode. It is an interesting one because it's potentially kind of a downer, So, but I always try to lift it and make it something positive. So we are now in the second quarter, first quarter. We were so excited about establishing our goals and setting the right behaviors and mindset and moving things forward so we could be successful. And then... <laughs> In pop self doubt, <laughs> potentially some failure. How do you adapt? How do you, are you agile? Because life is dynamic and best laid plans could change and change your mindset. And we want to be able to give you a framework so that you don't miss the mark again. Self doubt, <laughs> being able to adapt failure, how do you deal with that? And what do you do when you miss the mark? Oh my. And it happens. Again, this is not about being perfect. This is about acknowledging who you are, where you're at, whether you are a C-suite leader overseeing a large organization or a group, or you're that C-suite leader of tomorrow that is building the resume, growing in depth and breadth, but also has hit a wall I'm here for you. <laughs> so I always like to start a little bit with my own story about where I have had some self-doubt, <laughs> and let's go there. My weekend, <laughs> my weekend. I just finished a curling weekend, and I had planned every detail for the curling bonspiel. Bonspiel is curling terminology for a tournament. I was overseeing the food service for eighty hungry curlers and maybe ten or fifteen volunteers over the course of Friday. Saturday, and Sunday. And while everyone was saying the hospitality was great, I missed two details. And oh, I felt so bad. (laughs) So get this. Everybody loved my mac and cheese. It was a big hit on Friday, but I totally underestimated the amount. And while there was plenty of soup and salad and bread, people coming into the prep room and saying, Deb, is there any more mac and cheese? I felt like I had missed the mark. And then, again, everything's running smoothly. I've got volunteers coming and helping us. And then, you know, I ordered sandwiches for Sunday to be brought in, and I arranged for somebody to pick them up. So my volunteer was contacting me just to confirm the date and time because they looked at the invoice and they saw Saturday. And then (laughs) I realized I had messed up the date (laughs) to pick up on Saturday when I actually meant Sunday. And I will tell you, day-old tuna fish on bread is not nice. (laughs) The bread was not a happy camper. And so in the end, everybody enjoyed the sandwiches. Plus, I had more soup and salad, but oh my, I hit myself against the head. I said, how could I have messed that up? But then the entire weekend was a success. I don't think really people thought so much about the lack of mac and cheese and the soggy tuna fish bread. But because we doubt ourselves... We think these are failures. We're human, (laughs) but we never give credit to everything we did right. (laughs) So why am I telling you about food and curling versus business? Again, tuna fish, mac and cheese. What does that have to do with business? Well, I (laughs) pulled a fast one on you. It's tactical to tell stories, to pull you into another world and consider those insights if I had started to talk to you about a presentation that I had given, I might have lost you for a few minutes. But if I can humanize my point, it hopefully connects with you. So there was just a little bit of a leadership lesson. Learn to tell stories when you're giving presentations or speaking events or messaging. Stories draw people in, which is so much more than just the insights. But let's move it back to business. (laughs) I often have self-doubt, but when someone comes to me for help and they believe I can help them, it propels me to find a way to be resourceful and grow in the process. I did have a client three years ago who we had gone through the process of putting in place their food safety systems, and that was a great success. And then they said, Deb, Deb, can you help me out and put forth our environmental health and safety and sustainability programs? I need to have a program in order to stay on the core supplier list. And I said, Well, I've never done that before, but I'll find a way. And I had self doubt, but then the owner said to me, No problem. We will learn together. So, nonetheless, I got the documentation in place to maintain their, SACOR supplier status, but that little bit of self-doubt because I wasn't sure how to get it done, but we never, 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 ever reflect on all the successes and experience we have in the past and how to be resourceful and pull that forward. So even if that self-doubt gets into your head, you can quickly manage it and move forward. But putting me aside, I want to start turning over to you. And so if you are experiencing self-doubt, not sure how to adapt to situations, feeling like you're a failure and have missed the mark, I want to give you a framework that will help you get back on track in the face of self-doubt. So here's the framework. Again, it's not rocket science. It's my opinion. I'm just trying to impart some ideas. So if you're in this place, please pull out paper, pencil, pen, your electronic device, or just close your eyes if you can and sit back and truly listen. This is all for you. But I want to just share with you some ideas on how to manage this if you're at one of those points now where you're not sure and you think you're going to miss the mark. So let's talk about self-doubt. We need to acknowledge it. You can't just dismiss it. It's there. It's there. It's there. It shows that you're growing. I want you to reflect on why you feel this way. Did anyone else doubt you in the last year? Was there an experience in the past that you're projecting now? It's okay, but how fast can you move on? And what did you learn in the past of those self doubt moments where you got through? And even now, if you had self-doubt and you're getting through it, or what did you learn from this situation? Can you take a note and apply it next time? Self-doubt can quickly move you to action. Again, I'm from the quality world. We have the quality framework of plan, do, check, and act, the PDCA cycle for which you can plan and execute, that's the doing, and you can check it. And when you check and you say, oh, that didn't go well, Mm, I'm not on track. That was not received really well. This is where we grow. You have an opportunity to ask abundant questions of yourself or others. What could have been done better? What can you apply for next time? i you. Most of what you've learned in that moment of self-doubt, you didn't have the resources around you, you found a way through. And that's that resiliency of being able to apply what you learned and do something different. So let's go back to my Bonspiel food delivery this weekend. This is not in the script, but I'm going to bring you back to my story. I now know (laughs) <laughs> make more food. <laughs> make more food because it will never go to waste. Even after the weekend was over, those hungry curlers who kept eating all weekend, they had takeaway boxes and they took food for the ride home. And our curlers that came in Sunday night, there was a little extra and they came away fulfilled as well. So never, ever worry about having too much food. Make sure I have a little bit more. And oh my, I will triple check that receipt <laughs> over and over again when I do catering orders just to make sure all the logistics lined up, but I'll tell you all of the other logistics, my husband, doing errands, cooking steaks, and all the different members, we were successful, but even when I doubted myself, I now have learned a few things that I can apply to next year, which leads us into the next thing, adaptation, agility. With this new insight that you have learned, can you create a system that helps you to adapt to self-doubt, failure, action, improve and repeat. It's what we do with when those moments of self-doubt and how we get through it, how do we adapt it for the future? It is a survival mechanism. You've heard of survival of the fittest. These are the people who become agile and are able to move forward with a new current state. Did you make a mistake on a presentation? Could you have had it reviewed by others in advance? And if yes, Can you do this going forward to minimize risk? I bet you can. You've learned something new. And so is it really self-doubt any longer? Really, it's like we learn stuff. Oops, that didn't work. But how quickly can we learn, adapt, apply, improve, and repeat? I wanted to take a moment to remind you that a recent study showed nearly 60% of leaders feel depleted at the end of the day. And this feeling is a key indicator of burnout and makes it difficult to lead and inspire others. If you've ever experienced that restless exhaustion, you know why CEOs are amongst the most likely candidates for experiencing job frustration. I wrote the CEO's Compass, your guide to get back on track, to confront those feelings and create a plan that is sustainable for you and your organization. I created a seven point assessment that will help you figure out your problems in days, not months. And it includes so many resources, worksheets, videos, and much, much more. If this is you, please head over to my website, dropinceo.com, and click on my products, the CEO's Compass, and order yours on Amazon or other outlets. And now, back to the conversation. So, I've given you a little bit there, but let's talk about the third dimension, failure. Because I think society sets us up for you succeed or you fail. I mean, going back to grade school, when you get that red letter on your paper. 70%, you get a C minus. We are graded on whether we are good or bad. And not often do we get the feedback of, oh, well, you're learning, you're improving. We're on a curve. If you do this next time, maybe you'll get that B, maybe you'll get that A. It's just black and white. So we feel like we're good or bad, success or failure. So that failure narrative sticks with us and I don't want that for you, (laughs) and even if you feel it, again, we have to acknowledge moments of failure where we may have missed the mark, but it's how quickly can we move through it, and I want to give you a mindset shift. We need to shift your mindset. In the one case, out of a hundred opportunities for success, you might have missed the mark one time. Now, how do you feel about being 99% successful? You wake up in the morning, You take your vitamins, you put out the trash, pack your lunch, get the kids to school on time. Why do we adopt the narrative of failure when we do so many things right over the course of the day. We remember our keys. We turn off the lights on our car before we go to work. We make sure we hold the handrail while we're walking down the stairs, while maybe talking on your cell phone. We do so many things right, and we feel so bad about that one out of 100 opportunities that we failed couldn't we celebrate the 99% good and learn from when we miss the mark as an opportunity to get better every day? We're humans. Remember, we are humans. We are not robots. We are not perfect. Another way of thinking it is it gives you a great story to tell others so they can learn as well, maybe even a laugh or two. It's what makes humanity so interesting. So celebrate the 99% success rate that you have day in and day out and learn and adapt. Tell some jokes about that 1% failure. So repeat, self-doubt, adaptation, failure. We are in constant learning mode. And so that brings me to the end of this, but I want to now turn to you because again, you've been listening to these insights. I hope you have taken note But now it is on you to take some time to collect your thoughts and where there are gaps, write them down and make an action plan. The more time you take to reflect on this and think about a recent situation where you had self doubt. Again, pause, think about it. When have you recently had some self doubt? What did you learn? And then apply and then shift your mindset. how often you could potentially be successful. Think about it. This is your moment to apply. It definitely makes a difference. And now, Tag, you're it. (laughs) You have an action here. Again, it isn't just about listening to this casual conversation. I put this content out there to resonate with you because I want to inspire you to think differently about yourself. I want to hope provide insights so you can apply them to your situation. So write these things down, put something in your calendar, put a gentle reminder on your desk or your computer to remind you about being 99% successful. And what can we learn from that 1%. So when self-doubt creeps up and we think we are a failure and you've missed the mark, you're actually evolving to 99% successful. And so write it down, tell a friend, tell me. I would love to hear how you have applied this content, if it has resonated with you. I need to know because all of this is going into my book for 2024 for the future C-suite leaders. I'm not going to tell you what the name of the book is, but I want to know if any of this has resonated with you. And if you can't apply this, I might ask you why not? What holds you back? Again, we have to take accountability for us moving forward. And If you have mastered these skills, that you take every bit of self-doubt and say, well, I learned this from that, and I'm just going to move forward and brush it off my shoulders. Are there people around you on your team and your business unit that don't have these skills? They go quiet when they're self-doubt. They don't produce. They deflect. They don't take on challenging assignments. They take it hard when they make a mistake or get feedback. Can you help elevate them with these insights. And if you don't have the capacity or capability, maybe the drop-in CEO can partner with you to help elevate the capability and confidence of your team. I'm very reachable. I would love for you to go to my website, dropinceo.com. There is a contact page. Reach out to me, schedule some time. I would love to discuss your situation, whether it is an opportunity for you or your team. I'm also very reachable on LinkedIn, direct message me. It is me there answering every single one of your questions or inquiries. But also, I offer to you if you simply need a support system to learn some of these insights, have a conversation with me direct, or also receive some spot coaching, not just from me, but the collective input of all those aspiring C suite leaders who attend the Drop In Collective. If you want to learn more about that, direct message me or visit my website, dropinceo.com. Go to my products tab and you will see the Drop In CEO Collective. You can register to get into our next class. We have it twice a month now, testing it out. We will have it the same content offered at two separate times, so it's convenient regardless of where you live it is my pleasure to provide you such content, provide you these complimentary resources to you because all I want to do is see you succeed and struggle less so that you can do the purposeful work and spend more time doing the things you love with friends, family, and community. And with that, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I am forever grateful you have joined us. Tell others about the podcast. Don't keep this secret to yourself. Let others leverage these insights. And if you ever want to be a guest on this show, you've got something to share with the world. I would love to hear from you. I love interviewing people. I love talking. I love listening. I want to continue to bring content forward. So I just want to say thank you again for following us and listening to another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I want to wish you well and much success. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. I hope you are inspired by our conversation and can apply what you heard to your business or career goals. If you found this episode valuable, please share this show with at least one friend who would find it useful and inspiring. Your support allows me to keep sharing insights and inspiration to leaders who are working their way to the C-suite. To connect with me or learn more about the Drop-In CEO services, go to my website at dropinceo.com. And until we meet, I wish you well and much success.